no smooth criminals uh, tonight. I can uh, tell you that. I can guarantee you that. So let's uh, dive straight in uh, because, you know, this week we saw the former Bafana Bafana midfielder, Quentin Fortune. Uh, I mean, he's continued arming himself with a whole lot of knowledge. Um, you know, he's beginning to climb up the coaching ladder. And that is very, very refreshing to see. Uh, he's now amongst the most qualified coaches from South Africa. Uh, after completing his UEFA Pro license, graduating alongside the likes of Chelsea legend John Terry. Uh, there was also the former Orlando Pirates midfielder, if you remember, uh, Luis Boamote. Uh, he was also there. Stoke City's Rory Delap uh, also forming part of that. So he's in very good company, and he joins me now live from the United Kingdom uh, to take us through his journey. Uh, that's the Reading Football Club first team coach, Quinton Fortune. Good to have you on the show, Quinton. Welcome. It's been a while. Hi, Roberto. How are you? I'm as strong as can be, but more importantly, <laughs> I am as proud as can be of you, and congratulations. Uh, thank, you. thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been a long journey, so uh, just just honored and proud, and um, just want to continue learning. Uh, the pro license doesn't mean um, it's the end. It's just a, a part of the journey of, of wanting to become a manager. Of course, I want to master the art, the art of being a coach first, and then the um, being on the pro license is definitely kind of you prepare you for for the next step. So um, very proud. I mentioned that um, amongst the most qualified coaches now that South Africa does have, that should mean something given the number of coaches, wannabe coaches, potential coaches that are out there. Uh, for you to be in the space, I know it's not the end of the journey, but what does that mean to you? It means to continue to work. Well, I mean. Um, I want to be a manager in Europe. I want to manage in the Premier League. I want to manage in Spain, in all the top leagues in the world. And um, it's, it's got to start somewhere. So uh, um, I started years as a 14-year-old as a in Europe, so such a long time ago, and want to continue to go. I want to become the best coach manager that I can be, and so I can give wherever I manage or coach uh, the players the best of myself. So, um, but learn, continue to learn. You're always learning, and. Um, and that's what I want to do now. Because I know that they would always say, uh, Quentin, that the UEFA Pro License, uh, that managerial course, is, is basically the highest coaching certificate that is available. Does that mm -hmm. mean now, from a learnership perspective, that ends in a formal way, and whatever it is that you're going to be learning from now onwards would be up to you in terms of the practical side of things? Exactly. I mean, the, the, the Pro License kind of, you can go and knock on doors now in terms of uh, getting interviews when you're applying for, for, for jobs now. So um, there's other qualifications that you can, can uh, get as well. But um, at the moment, we're going to focus on um, helping Reading out, getting to the Premier League, uh, improving the players, improve myself as a coach. And like I said before, just continue to learn, continue to learn. When the opportunity comes, but I'll go and look for the opportunity. I won't go sit and wait uh, um, for the opportunity, I'll go look for it, and um, and when it comes, uh, try and be as ready as possible, and take the next step into be into be a manager. Three sixty hours of education. Does it feel like it? No, because it's because it's we're doing things that we, as you know, we're doing things that we uh, that we love doing. I love playing yeah. football. I love when I'm a player, and uh, this is no different. This is speaking about football. It makes you. Uh, look at the game. They teach you to look at the game in a different way. They teach you, uh, they, for example, they put us in scenarios where um, they get live, uh, real-life journalists to come and interview so you can understand what kind of pressure the manager deals with on the match day. Um, 
and, and put in scenarios where situations happen at your club and see how you react to that. Uh, how are you dealing with players? Um, how are you dealing with your staff, your staff, and how are you dealing with the board? So all these different uh, aspects of, of uh, what the manager's got to go through. So that's what you learn in the pro license and, of course, the tactical side of things. So um, it's brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. Um, it, it just helps me to kind of put into practice all the things I have in my mind and kind of deliver it to the players. So um, it's been a long journey. I started 2000 and I think 2003, 2004. It was at the AO Training Centre at Manchester United called Carrington mm-hmm. that time. And um, I remember walking into the academy building and I first thought it was from the business of the and in walks Roy Keane. Next, Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, Holly mm-hmm. Gunnar-Sosha, Gary Neville and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, am I going to have to coach these guys? And it felt so intimidating because you're thinking, how am I going to tell Joaquin to check his shoulder? And <laughs> so uh, it's been a long, long journey, but the, the, the people on the, the tutors on the course has been unbelievable, the patience they have with us. and Because um, they understand what, what players sometimes, you know, uh, for us at the beginning, just to, to hear your own voice in front of players is not easy. Even though we play against 60,000, 70,000 people, we do not a problem, but when you have to stand in front of your peers, it's a different story. Oh. Man, I mean, you talk about that and I'm mean, imagining all of these different characters and they are such different characters. And when you look at the plight as well, Quinton, which always continues to be a problem, especially in the UK, uh, where it's seen to be the centerpiece, uh, commercially at least, of uh, football in the world and where every coach wants to be. Uh, but when it comes to our kind of skin color, you know, the duckies aren't quite getting an opportunity to break into yeah. it. And it's, and it's become a real problem because visibly... They are not there. I, I mean, that's been a fight uh, <laughs> since before I was born. And my mindset is simple. I mean, I know it's there. I know it's, it's in the background. And, and sometimes people don't want to speak about it. We have to speak about it. But my mindset is that I won't let, the, let that stop me. Um, and that's why I'm, I make sure I do my, I have my qualifications. So when I do go knock on doors, there's no excuses. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have the, the the pro license, they can say, yes, you don't have this, you don't have that. You don't have experience. I'm going to get the experience. So I make sure I equip myself with everything so they, they, they cannot use the, the color of my skin. And um, and like I said, uh, uh, that I'll use that to motivate me, but I won't use that as an excuse to kind of, uh, uh, you know, to give in. Give in. I'll push harder. Um, yeah. Because it's, there's so many uh, players, ex-players that finish the game, black players that they don't get opportunities. But like, like I said, I make sure I get my pro license. I make sure I tick all the boxes. So no, absolutely. No, uh, and, and, and that's why we, we, we're relying on you now. And hence, I bring that topic up, Quentin, is that you are now equipped with the most powerful thing in your hand. And yes, it is about the experience now that you are going to gather and garner, hopefully. And there can be no excuse after that. And that, I mean, Rob, I hope, you know, I hope, please God, that I, when I do get a job, an opportunity, but I get it because of my skills and not just because they color my skin, I hope. Uh, and, that's, and, and that's what I strive for. And uh, if, if uh, uh, I mean, Benny, you can see the uh, amazing job Benny's doing. And mm. that must inspire other other young coaches as well. So um, I want to do the same. But of course, I've got to get there first. I've got to be successful. And, uh, um, you know, so other kids back home can see, you know, look at Quinton, he's doing that. And, and it's doing something positive so they can see it's possible. Um, but like I said, I've got to make sure I take care of myself first and make sure 
uh, I get as much experience as possible and when the opportunity comes, um, give my best, try and do as best as possible and um, go aim, aim high as possible. Use my, I keep preaching, you know, I have limitless imagination and, and dream as big as possible and, um, and that's what I'm doing. And, and there's Reading. I mean, Reading has offered that opportunity. And, and what, what is that challenge like? Uh, from, so before Reading, I was uh, with the under-23s at Manchester United. So there's more developing young players. And uh, the joy you get is uh, obviously the young players making their, their debut with the first team or they go somewhere else and make success. But Reading is like every week, it's, uh, it's die-hard. That's the right word to use it because... Every week is a final, cup final. Because everyone's trying to get to the Premier League, so it's tough. You're dealing with more senior players, uh, a lot more on the line. Uh, the intensity, the different style of football. Some weeks you play against teams that can play on the floor. Next week you play against teams that are very physical, maybe long ball, and uh, and you have to deal with the characters that you that you have in your at your club. So it's it's, it's been an interesting year for me or season. It's just oh, in past. But this is where I want to be. This is where I want to learn. And and, uh, um, and thank God my, my teammate, Vic uh, Kopal, which we played together in, in, in Atletico Madrid for five years, he called me and he said, yeah, would I want to join him? I said, of course. And, uh, wow. and that's where we are at the moment. Oh, brilliant, man. Just a quick one I want to squeeze in. Um, you always uh, a, a proper full-blown interview one of these days, Quinton. Magashule um, Gana says on Twitter, that please ask Quinton if he's open to coaching in South Africa like Benny. Is that something down the line that you, you would want to do? Roberto, you know, my uh, so at the end of your pro license, you, you ask to do an independent study. Yeah. And I hope I can uh, send it to you. <laughs> I have to make sure I have to you know, send it to you the right time, but I have to speak to South Africa. So my independent study was on the Springboks. Oh. Uh, why are they such a high-performing team? And it, the, the, the independent study says... Uh, um, what can Safa, Bufano, Bufano learn from the Springboks? And basically, my independent study looks at the Springboks. How come they're so successful? And how can we, uh, Bufano, or South African football t- national team, learn from them? So my, my mindset has always, always been to come home. To learn as much as possible, to become experienced, to gain as much knowledge as possible, is to come home and help the national team. My dream, and I've said it many times, is to help our national team to win the World yeah. Cup. Not just participate, but to win the World Cup, like the Springboks do. And uh, when I started doing my independent study, the, the things I learned about the Springboks, it's just mind-blowing. And I'm thinking, we're in the same country. Now, I know our history uh, doesn't help. Mm-hmm. But the, with, with what we've uh, um, gained, the knowledge we've gained, we've been to national football now. I think we've grown a little bit now. So we, we are equipped now to do things properly. So I hope I can send my independent study as soon as they can see. Please, uh, my mind has always, always been um, to come home and to, to, to help our national team. And the aim is always to do, you know, whether it's me as a manager or, or part of the team or technical staff, but the aim is to, to make South African football uh, like, the, like our Springboks. You know, people must be proud to wear the, the jersey. Mm. When I see people, when I see, I mean, I watch a documentary. Oh, my goodness, they're chasing the sun. Chasing the sun, yeah. I hope one day that people can watch a documentary of our national team, our football team, um, being organized, uh, uh, identifying young players from a young age, 
uh, I believe when I threw my uh, research in my, for, um, uh, for my independent study, there's no more school football. Rob, Roberto, I couldn't, I was like, what is going on? I'm like blown away. I'm thinking school football is like the most important thing. Yeah. And no, when you it's been, it's, it's been football, blown away, Quinton. And, 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 and you know why I'm coming in here? Because I need you to share that. I need to set aside so that I don't shortchange our listeners. It already, to me, sounds like a riveting case study, something that we need to share openly, something that, and when you touched on that school football issue and the fact that it's non-existent, yeah, I mean, my, Roberto, my hair's just stood up, and I'm like, Roberto, that I is, get goose pimples. Just, oh. just now speaking about I get goose pimples because oh. that's where, if, if, if we didn't have school football, you, they, you, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Absolutely. My mum, my mum removed me from uh, our school in Ke- in, in Cute in Athlone, Cute Town, in Cape Town, only for football. I had to play because back in the day, you know, I had to play rugby compulsory for the school. And uh, please, whoever's listening for rugby people, I love rugby; it's a wonderful sport. And nothing against rugby, and that's why I, I mm. focus my independent study on the Springboks. Only for football reasons, and it's the best thing ever that happened to me because I, I, I you know, I love football. I, I went to the school opposite my uh, house in Cute Town, Athlone Stadium. Only for football reasons. And that's been stopped. Roberto, we have enough problems in our country than to remove the game that we love from school. It's like, and when I I look at the, when I, through my case study, when I look at them, uh, uh, compared to the Springboks, they get most of the Springboks future players from school. From school rugby. They invest, they invest in school rugby. They, They identify players from the age of 13. They get nurtured. They, when, when they identify a young Springbok at 13, that Springbok gets monitored through uh, Stratus. There's a software they designed, footprint. Mm. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. We're in the same country? Yeah, absolutely. Come on. And, and that's Come why on. we need to we, challenge we need- it, Quentin. Let, let's, let's have that conversation. I mean, I'll chat to you off air uh, so that we can get it. And I really think it'll be a fascinating conversation to have on air. We, we've spoken about the school system with rugby. takes you through to this Craven Week where they track you down. It goes into university. And now you've got the Varsity Cup, the Varsity Shield, and everything is well commercialized there. And the scouting system is brilliant. At the end, you've got a brilliant Springbok team that can go and win three World Cups. South Africa? <clears throat> different story when it comes to football but champ well done congratulations i look forward to that thank conversation you. and thank you so thank much you. for sharing that because you've given us enough food for thought but let's not forget to celebrate you as quinton fortune well done and good thank luck you. thank you Ro. thank you completely agree with quinton fortune my goodness that will be a conversation to have and i'm very very excited uh, as far as that is concerned